Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Breaking the Stigma with Blokes Prosper. Absolutely pumped to have you guys on here listening with us. Today, first episode, Austin and I sit down and chat about Blokes Prosper, the origin, where we want to see Blokes Prosper in the future, and some backstory about our own mental health journeys. Hope you guys love the episode. Are we on? Are we rolling? I think we're on. I think we're on. What is going on, everyone? What is up? It is Harry and Austin. Austin. And we're very excited to be doing the very first podcast of Breaking Breaking the the Stigma stigma. with Blokes Prosper. And, mate, I'm pumped we're doing this first episode. Oh, I'm very excited. It's been some some time since I've last seen Harry, and I'm just filled with uh, excitement right now. Just got out of the ice bath, Harry got me into the ice bath. It, it's just crazy what a, a little bit of cold water can actually do to your mindset and your mind. Yeah, push that, push your boundaries and, and show you that you can control everything through breath and you know, we're leaning up against the trusty yeah. ice bath in the garage. There's really just no limitation to what you can achieve in this world, I see, so. <laughs> 100%, but, you know, super excited to be on here chatting about our journeys. Yeah. And, the journey of blokes prosper up until now and, and where we want to see it to go. It has been some journey and it has just gone so quick and it just goes to show how life goes on. And you know, if you sit and dwell in the past, you're just going to get left behind, so you've got to keep on moving on. It flies by, you're right, mate, but... Ah, oh, the journey. So, <laughs> Harry, I'm going to ask you, uh, so how was it the first time that we connected and we actually started speaking about this? I think, mate, yeah, that was... What, a year and a bit ago now? Yeah, a year and a bit ago, and it's it's a bit of a coincidence, actually. The place where we connected and started to talk about these things... Is just down the road from where we're sitting. Is literally just down the road where, you, where we're sitting right now, and it's just crazy how much you can, how much life can change in a year. You know, how much when you commit to improving your mental health and starting with the little things is, you know, how far you can, you can really come, but, you know, we connected the both of us probably about a year and a bit ago now and talk about that time mate where were you at mentally and emotionally well mate mentally and emotionally i was in a a very dark headspace i I didn't know myself and it was it was a very frightening thing and it kind of gives me goosebumps just even talking about it to be honest but i had to find my way out of that that headspace and that was to go out and do the things that I love doing like I'm not going to go into a lot of depth right now with what I've actually been through because it's a very dark place and that kind of gives me my motivation and my drive to I don't pursue the life I want to do but it's it has just been some journey honestly it's it's just crazy how much life can actually change in a year but Mentally, I was just a wreck. I didn't know myself. I was depressed. The people I was surrounded with, it just wasn't me. And I felt lost. I felt like I didn't know myself until I started to do the things I wanted to do. And frank, uh, frankly, quite enough, Harry actually reached out to me and we connected like no tomorrow, which is absolutely great. And for you, for everyone who doesn't know, I've actually known Harry since he's a little kid. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot of people won't know that. You know, we've, we've practically grown up together. You know, you're how many years older? 
19, you are? Uh, I'm 20, 21, so, so 99. 2001, there so... There there's two years difference, is it? Two years difference there, but we've pretty much grown up with the same extended sort of family and grown up around the same family barbecues and family events, but, you know, the age difference had certainly kept us separate until we'd connected about a year and a bit ago. I was myself mentally in a very tough spot I was dealing with anxiety I had depression I was in a tough spot and you know, it was hard for me to leave the house my my physical health was going down the drain as well I was you know, heavily underweight I couldn't couldn't go do the things I wanted to do and leaving the house was was too much for me but you know, saw Austin was at the beach and I thought hey I'm gonna get down and, and go for a surf and we connected down there and I think we were both in a in a very similar headspace and as soon as we started chatting I think those walls we we had held up had had broken and we had a very very honest deep conversation about where we were at and, and where we wanted to actually see ourselves we had a lot of clarity of where we wanted to go and that's what I said I connect with Harry on a very spiritual way as well and that's what makes us connect and that first time I've, I've seen him it just it just clicked from there you know, surfing every weekend after but that's when we came up with the idea with why don't we make something where you know, the community helps each other and you can feel accepted you can you can feel a part of a group like there's such a, a big stigma and around it all so you know at that point in time I think what Austin and I had wanted the most was just connection with our community we had felt disconnected and you know it was it was a lot to go out and have a chat with with someone about you know where we were at mentally because of that stigma that men don't cry you know, men are men are pussies if you cry men are tough just that whole stigma around men have to be men men don't have to hide their emotions and you know at that point in time after we'd connected we had said to each other that you know we're going to keep each other accountable and and work towards our happiness and you know we'd gotten to a space in which we were starting to feel really happy and yeah. starting to achieve some goals and at that point in time we'd had a chat and said you know what what was one of those driving things that had gotten us to us getting to that space of being in such a negative headspace and and it was that negative stigma we we felt that we couldn't talk out or we you know would have negative labels if we'd we'd spoken out or and that point forward we we said that we wanted to do something within our community that supported breaking that stigma and, and brought the community together. We know that for us, that support for, for mental health needed to come from our community, from you know, yeah, people it, we see. People we see, family, loved ones, the whole community just needed to work together and we seen as we didn't feel a part of the community because we're just so distant, distant and disconnected. It, it's just... It was hard at the time, and it was hard. You just, we don't, we didn't feel accepted. We we didn't feel apart, and that's where we come to conclusion of. We needed something in the community that 
supported breaking that stigma and brought people together with the intention of raising awareness for men's mental health and, and mental health as a whole while doing things that we love doing, connecting over passing a football or having a barbecue or you know playing chess at the beach or going for a walk. And I think we'd spoken about you know the the services that are out in the community like counseling and and other services that are available hotlines but it just doesn't feel right we uh, felt that it needed to come from the people we see down the shops yeah. and the people that we see on the weekends and and that's where the birth of blokes prosper had come we we thought let's start an organization or a community that comes together and and has fun and and there's a space where if you need to speak about anything you can where you need to feel connected with a group you can come and be a part of this group you can feel accepted because there's so many stereotypes of groups and just the social norm of what's going on these days and it's just crazy like community back in the 1950s was so strong and all i think to myself is what happened why can't we be like that community again and everyone just feels accepted I know, divided at the same time, but it's very much you know where we're at at the moment, and I think it was very much an idea for us until we sadly had the passing of of Eli, in which you know rocked our community, and we personally weren't too close with Eli, but I think that it just really done it for us. I have had a few friends from school young men uh, take their own lives and it's just absolutely sad to see and when Eli left us you know, to to find his peace it just kind of just broke me and Harry and it rocked us and you know I've had family members commit suicide and I've had mental health issues amongst my family that you know had very much shaped my identity in, in hiding my emotions and feeling like I couldn't speak out but after Eli's passing we said that you know there needs to be action and there needs to be a change and which we met up when I was on my job trial and yeah we got in the the sin bin at Aspley footy fields and we after a hundred attempts we got it we've we filmed out our video talking about that negative stigma and and what we were going to do to change that and the response was just absolutely crazy and this is the the like the whole point of getting that how life actually how, how quick life actually goes um the support within the first 24 hours was immense was, was honestly mean how i went to harry's house the next day and i was like <laughs> yeah we were you know <laughs> we've never experienced what it's like to you know <laughs> have something blow up or and we were standing outside in my <laughs> in my backyard pacing, doing laps of my little courtyard at the university I was living at and in shock of the support and you know, the messages that were flooding in, people who were who were just saying, you know, what you've said has given us so much strength and I think that was the most rewarding thing for us. Is to show that we're actually given the the, the community a voice. But we're not really trying to do that. We're trying to make the community give themselves a voice and 
just hearing those stories of what's happened to a lot of people and the obstacles that, that they've had to overcome and those barriers was honestly just heartwarming. It honestly made us tear up a few times, to be honest. It was a lot to, to take in and a lot to handle, but at the same time, it's, it's very rewarding. So. It's, it's, what, it's why we do what we do now. And I think, you know, we planned our very first event and, you know, built our little website and had some shirts for sale in which everyone who bought a shirt thank you very much we were able to raise quite a lot of money and you know it's great to see that go back to a, a great cause and we're eternally grateful but that first event how amazing was it mate oh <coughs> i can't even describe it right now absolutely crazy and i can't thank everyone enough for coming down we actually thought because the whole covid rules there was a lot of people doubting us and saying oh you shouldn't go through it you know what who gives a shit what people say? Because we done it anyways. We did it whether anyone liked it or not. Really didn't have no intentions of a, a blind by the, the COVID rules. But we did it anyways. And the turnout was just, it was breathtaking because it was like, whoa, we did this in a matter of three days. I think three or four days. But it was amazing to see everyone come together and connect and to have the beautiful Meg's, Eli's sister and some of his closest friends down there and the support from the community for them was amazing and you know it was very tough leading up until with with the COVID rules but you know we had plenty of masks on hand and yeah and sanitizer and everyone stayed nice and distant which was amazing and the support for that event was unreal like you know, we told everyone, bring something you like doing. Bring something you like doing. And what did we have down there? We had guitars, uh, botching. I've botchy? never played that. Botching. Uh, <laughs> botching. Oh, uh, we even had people coming down for, we'd, we're never in contact with them. They just come down and helped out themselves. Um, Hall, overhaul Fitness. Overhaul Fitness. Yeah. Shout, shout, out, shout to out to Chris. Chris. Bringing down plenty of juggling balls to, to get in and involved and occupy people's minds from a, a different headspace which is absolutely great and i think seeing everyone in a group like that connecting over that cause and having such a great time is was amazing and i can't thank the amazing paz as well to come down Coming and down cutting mullets. cutting mullets for for the black dog institute initiative that was happening at that point in time Big shout out to Donny Shakes as well, the man himself. Donny come. Shakes coming to <laughs> provide some yoga for us on the following weekend. But, you know, that environment is... I can't really explain it, mate. It's it's something that really has to be experienced to, to be understood. Being able to have so many people together and connecting over something. And Austin and I had chatted about it after and I said, where have we seen all these people in, in our community together that is not a pub or a nightclub or an event where... Yeah, it has to be involved around drinking or just really just running your body down. And that's where we really come to conclusion of saying, like, is taking... What, what was last year's uh, men's mental health awareness for? 25 push-ups for 25 days or... And challenge that was out there if, if everyone certainly would remember and I know quite a lot of my friends had taken part as well with drinking an egg 
sugar and and sculling a beer and that's what i understand look it is a bit of a, a bit fun but at the same time what is that doing for the community what's that actually doing for mental health itself it's actually not doing anything going and drinking and smoking that's just making it worse like it's just going to put you in a whole different headspace and that's to where we're getting at eh? like 100 percent, and you know being able to find things that aren't you know negatively impacting to to help boost your mental health like something that i found and fallen in love with recently is 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 juggling which is you know something i never thought i'd do but you know there's a lot of mind benefits to juggling and you know shout out to jordan and and the group down at exalto health clubs um go see him absolutely great people Uh, i've never personally met them myself but from what harry's actually told me they've uh, helped a a close friend or a family member uh go through a uh, come out the other side really so really appreciate boys and what you've done for him um and also another another thing um breath work absolutely beautiful to get into so it is i think being a part of exalto the you know the positive habits to build from being a part of a a group that supports being vulnerable and finding mindful activities is saying that's you know amazing but awesome yeah. mate what's what's some of the things that you do to keep your mind occupied uh, or that you do to stay mindful some of the things i do to be honest i write poems I'm a real poetic guy. Yeah, it's actually the first time Harry's actually heard it. Yeah. I write poems. Um, like I think I can sing. I try to. But I really just like journaling my thoughts down. Um, shout out to Harry Vale for actually um, getting me to read books, which has absolutely changed my life. Uh, for the better, of course. But surfing, really just being by myself because I see being by yourself is it's dangerous in a way because you come to understand how much you, you like your own company and having to not wait around on anyone that's one thing i love because time is everything to me and you know i i don't have enough time so i'm real careful who i give it to now these days as you said yourself and so what's some of the things you do to get uh keep your mind occupied from the things mate i think some of the things that i love doing and that have given me the most benefit and with my mental health is is breath work Breath work is that's another thing yes. is amazing and we're really excited to share some some breath work techniques and hopefully hold a breath work event yeah. very soon that's yes. in, in the works that I do I sorry I do see it as re- breathing is the most unconscious thing you do and when you without breath you you would be nothing yeah so when you actually learn how to breathe you learn how to control your emotions your thoughts and the limitations and disbeliefs that you have in your head and it does sound easier said than done but it is it's amazing and and diving down that holistic health route with eating good food and you know i love cooking now i love getting down to the the kiwana farmers markets and and finding what i can find down there and i think very recently ice baths have been amazing learning to do with that cold and it's, it's just amazing what a bit of cold water can actually do to your health and your well-being so if you can everyone take a cold shower in the morning because you know a cold shower a day 
He's a doctor, <laughs> right? As Wim Hof says, the man himself. Himself, Wim. He's so Harry. Phenomenal human, but I think something else that really love doing is just getting in the water. Getting in the water is surfing. Something that we'd reconnected with, and anything to do with wheels. Yeah, really wheels. Um, if you have any V8s out there, I'd like to see some wheels as well, if you know <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, that's me, so. But, Harry, so what do you see? i got to ask you a question. So what is a, what do you see for the future of Blokes Prosper? What's your perspective of what you want? The future of Blokes Prosper. I think we very much hold the same future for Blokes Prosper, but, you know, getting out there and connecting with more people, having more events that we're really excited to have this year and having more good times. I know for those that have come along to our events and come and come and hung out and had a chat, they're amazing. And I've had so much fun. You know, our last event, getting out there and having a water bomb fight, I don't think there was much that compared to that time. Uh, yeah, I think I broke my toe, eh? I seriously think I broke my toe, but you know you got to be, you got to risk it to get the biscuit, and I'm there to make people happy. So that's my job. Uh, I love doing it. Uh, I, I love to to make people happy, and I, I love to see people strive to be the best version of themselves. So my ideal future of Blokes Prosper is not to just be Australian wide. I want to be worldwide because it's just huge. I think the message that we want to spread, we want the whole world to hear it. That it's not weak to speak. It's it's not weak to to express your emotions and you know let's break this stigma that's that's really what the essence of what we want to do and carry into the future is we want to work together as a community we want to do it all together you can't build the empire state building on a six inch slab everyone needs to work together to build that tower and really just to break that stigma so it's not weak to speak it's okay to be a man it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to have emotions and i just wish everyone so to hear this to take into consideration what we're saying and just really to to think and to to learn and to want to give back because a lot of people these days are just take 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 they don't give and it all comes down to community so community needs to work together and say <laughs> it is a little bit hard to say but i think it's just been amazing the journey so far and we can't thank everyone enough who has come to be a part and is embodying the the message that we are spreading with breaking the stigma and you know allowing it not weak to speak and i think yeah you know, i think that's actually come to the conclusion of the our very first, first podcast. podcast. Uh, it's a nice and short one. You know, we're learning the new, yeah, the new. <laughs> we're learning podcasts and and how to run them. And but we thank everyone else for tuning in. But what's one message that you'll leave for the listeners today, mate? Is to listen and understand how you feel and do the things that you love to do with your life. Don't listen to what anyone else says. Don't listen to anyone else's opinion other than yourself because there's no limitation to what you can actually do in this world and it all comes down to the younger generation you know they're going to be the the future and if we don't help them we'll have nothing so you know, look after the loved ones look after the younger ones and be the good role model that you wish you had
think the one thing that I'd leave our, our listeners with today is, is show gratitude. When you wake up in the morning, you know, I think one thing that I heard really recently was a person who was healthy has a million wishes, but the person who was sick and on their deathbed yeah, has has one wish. wish. And it all comes, yeah, I, that, I've heard that quote. That, that gratitude, if you can... If you can express gratitude for everything you have in your life in the current moment, you know, where you are, show gratitude for the food that's on your plate at dinner time, show gratitude for your family around you, for the beautiful weather that we have, you will truly find happiness in gratitude. Even on your worst day, you live like someone on their best day, so take that into consideration. For everyone who tuned in today, thank you very Very much. much. We appreciate you all. And let's break the stigma.